Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Joni. And this is the Grow Where You're At podcast. Where we discuss all things Appalachian and country. Now set yourself on down and learn a thing or two. And maybe laugh a time or two. Now let's hop to it. Top of the evening to you. How are you today? I am finer than a frog hair split three ways. How about yourself? Well, I guess I'm fine and fit as a fiddle. <laughs> That's always good to hear. It is. It is. Because you took my saying. I was going to say I'm as fine as frog hair, but Jamie beat me to the punch. <laughs> Yay! Yes. I'm getting a little bit of feedback from you. Is this better now? Mm. Yep. Okay. Nope. How about now? Um. Hello. I hear myself echoing back to me like two seconds after I quit talking. <laughs> huh. That's better. Whatever you did that time. I said it on top of the plant. <laughs> Because my plant needed more light, so I took it from the nightstand where my saddles are blocking the nightstand and put it on my crafting table right here next to the next to the window. So I literally just kind of like set my phone on top of like the flower pot. It works. It's whatever works. Yes. Improvise on the fly. Woo woo woo. crazy girl. I'm pretty sure I have more song lyrics memorized and more movie quotes memorized than what I care to admit. Yeah, song lyrics. I feel you on that one. Yes. How's Are you getting any rain over that way? Because it has been Can you hear me? Yes, we lost you. Yeah, I'm getting a phone call. Oh. Yeah. Oh, are you? Now, I was but, trying to. But yes, it is raining. Thank goodness. Yes, because we have been in desperate need of rain. Yes, it was so smoky the other day from all the wildfires burning all around us. Yes, ma'am. I think the biggest fire nearby is about 7,000 acres or so burned so far. Oh, my goodness. 
Yes, it's bad. So any little bit of rain will help that situation. Plus, you know, with the drought going on and filling up our wells and keeping everything watered. Yes, ma'am. So you getting plenty of rain your way? Yes, we are getting lots and lots of rain. And I'm not even complaining about it because we have needed it over here too. Like, it's been so dry. It's almost like the grass yeah. crunches underneath your feet as you're walking. Yes, I told Jason I was glad to see the rain. We planted winter wheat in the garden as our cover crop. And I told him, I was like, it's going to go from little bitty seedlings to like full grown wheat with this rain. Yes. And, you know, it's just been, it's been just so dry. Like, I was sitting in the hunting blind the other day and this little squirrel was just like living his best life but like it's not he sounded like a herd of deer going through the leaves because i mean everything was so dry every little movement he made it was just like horrible it's funny how they can sound so large when they're so small yes it's like you can kind of tell the difference in between them but still they make so much noise Well, let's get into our AWOL, Miss Emily. I'm going to say the word this week, and you're going to give our definition, I believe, right? Yes, and then we'll talk about our blooming minute. And our AWOL, or Appalachian Word of the Week, is witties. Which could also be pronounced bitties by some, but what that is, is it's chicks. It is baby chickens. It's like I got me some witties. My hen hatched her out some witties. And I think for the yeah. first like seven years of my life, I didn't know that they were called chicks. I thought they were witties. Yes. I had no idea that they were called chicks. It's adorable. Yes, I just remember we 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 just always called them witties. We got witties. So, what is your blooming minute for this week, Miss Emily? My blooming minute is just that I'm just living this week, okay? <laughs> I took some much-needed PTO time off from work, and I've just been enjoying it. Yesterday, we did some Christmas shopping and just kind of had a day date between me and Davey. And today, I got to go, me and my little brother went hunting and... I've been able to quilt a little bit. I've just been able to just just enjoy it. Just enjoy being off and just enjoy the things that I like to do. Yes, you went to the big city yesterday. I did go to the big city yesterday. And I was still home before dark. <laughs> hey, when you go places... People just need to understand when we go places, we're going in the daylight and we are not being out after dark. <laughs> no, and I don't like to travel in the rain either. Like, 
going a little ways is fine, but, like, I don't like to travel long distances in the rain. But, yeah, I'm going to be home before dark. Like, I don't like to be out past. If it, when it's dark, I'm going to be home. I don't even like going outside to, like, gather eggs in the dark. No, so there, what, there's too too many things lurking in the dark. <laughs> yes, too many things I can't see hanging out. Yes, what, ma'am. What's your growing minute for this week, Joni? Oh, I've just been surviving it. Blooming minute. It's a blooming minute. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's okay. We get those backwards from time to time. We do. But my blooming minute is I've just been doing. I've been trying to, uh, you know, just work on training this little pup, which is not so little anymore, which you got to come visit him twice last week. And that was awesome. I love him. I like to play with him. He's mean, but we're working on it. He's um, he's getting a little bit better, we're, but we've been working on his obedience training and stuff this week and trying to get him a little more understanding of come and not run away to the garden and try to dig up my wheat. <laughs> yes. That if, it, if it makes you feel any better, I have to yell out the door at Hank because he'll be digging random holes in the yard. And I'm like, dude, you just can't be... Digging holes in the yard. See, I wouldn't mind the yard so bad. But he goes for, like, my flower beds and the <laughs> garden and <laughs> all the stuff that I really, really like. Uncle might mind the yard, but he just goes for my stuff. <laughs> He's a little bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I probably wouldn't have fussed at Hank for digging a hole in the yard, but it was like... As soon as you step off the porch, like, it was a hole, like, right there. And I'm like, dude, stop. <laughs> they know just where to dig to get us some, uh, a little aggravated at them. Yeah. And then they turn the puppy dog eyes on you. I was like, okay, fine. But <laughs> yeah. Gunner is adorable, and I love him, and I like to play with him, and he just makes my heart happy. He's a little butthead. Yes. But I have to agree with you. He makes my heart happy too. Yes. Oh, goodness. Like so I guess seeing, it means we're. Seeing pictures of him give me puppy fever, but then I go over there and I get my puppy fixed and I no longer have puppy fever. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't have puppy fever anymore after him either. <laughs> but, as you were saying, Joni. I said, I guess that leads us into this week's topic. And we're going to be talking about homesteading with chronic illnesses and chronic pain. Yes. And... I guess the best place to start off with would be to give y'all a little bit of backstory and then 
know that you're not alone in your struggles. Um, Miss Emily, would you like to tell people about yours? Um, you have a lot of seasonal chronic pains. I do. So some of you may know, some of you may not. Um, a few years ago, I was in a vehicle accident and it was pretty bad. You know, I was very blessed and very lucky that I was actually able to walk after that accident. But I had hit the steering wheel and broke my jaw in two different places. So in the front part of my face where your front teeth are at over to the left side a little bit, it broke so bad that it shattered the bone. And so they actually had to go in and put a titanium plate there. But it also broke it up at my right hinge to where your lower jaw meets your top jaw all right there in your ear area. And I was wired shut for three weeks and I wasn't released from a doctor for six weeks. And so anytime the weather starts to change or acts up or it's really just nasty and cold outside, I'm hurting. And, you know, we've talked about it in previous podcasts that I, I joke and say, we're getting, we're going to get some weather that my jaw's a twinging, but it, it really does. And sometimes it hurts so bad that I actually have to take medication for it. Or there's times when my boyfriend will just be like, why don't you just go lay down? Because I would just be hurting and just so uncomfortable for so bad. And it's, it's mostly seasonal. Yes, it was a very bad accident, and we are so lucky to still have you here and that your injuries were not worse than they are. Yes, I was very fortunate and very lucky because I got a helicopter right out of that one. So, But I was very lucky and very fortunate, and I'm just very blessed, and you know, I count my blessings. When it comes to that one. Because I definitely danced with death that way. Day. Oh yeah. And scared everybody in the process you guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> everybody was scared. <laughs> but. I was very fortunate to walk away with. I, I call them minimal injuries. I know they were actually major in, injuries. But I call them minimal injuries. Because it could have been so much worse. Than what it was. So, I'm very fortunate, but it does, whenever the weather turns cold, or sometimes even the summer, whenever we're going to have a big weather front coming in, it, it can be difficult because it just makes you feel crummy. You hurt, or if it's not a pain, it's just more like a dull, nagging feeling, and it just, it makes me ill some days. And some days I'm very cantankerous and very hard to deal with because I'm just uncomfortable or I'm hurting. And so sometimes I just put myself in time out because I hurt so bad. And that's one of those things you have to learn to do. <laughs> you do. But also part of that is learning to communicate with either your partner, your kids, maybe your tribe. Your tribe, just communicate with your tribe. It's like, hey, I know I'm being cantankerous and I'm being hard to deal with, but like, 
here's what I have going on. And just try to communicate with them about that because you're not admitting that you need help. You're not admitting that you're weak. You're just giving them a reason as to why you are off or why you're not your usual happy chipper self. So it's very important to communicate that, hey, I'm, I'm not feeling good today. And that goes back to that Dr. Seuss quote that I really, really love. Those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, after a while, some those close, closest closest to you can kind of tell when you're off and they kind of know what's up. So, But until then, make sure you're communicating with your people. Because just them knowing why you are feeling the way you're feeling or why you're so grouchy is, that helps tremendously. And I've had to learn that the hard way. Yes, it avoids a lot of conflict if you are just open about things going on. It does. It does avoid a lot of conflict and a lot of misunderstanding. If you just communicate that, hey, just not feeling good today. But David, David usually pretty well knows whenever I'm kind of hurting this because I'm like, we got weather coming in. And so for the next day or so, he kind of knows. Until the weather gets here, he just kind of knows to that. Give hey, your head space. <laughs> yeah, give me just a little bit of extra grace here because I'm struggling. But I yeah that that's yeah. one of those lessons that anybody with a chronic illness or chronic pain have to understand is you have to give yourself a little bit of grace too. You can't hold things. Um, you can't hold yourself to such a high standard that you're thinking that you have to be perfect. You have to have everything done. You have to give yourself that little bit of leeway, that, that ounce of grace. goes a long, long way. And it's just, it's beneficial. Now I have found ways to just be able to cope and deal with just hurting and I will admittedly I'll be the first to admit that I have aspirin in the bathroom cabinet and I'm pretty sure I have aspirin in my car just for those simple reasons is because like there are days when I just I need to take something just to just to help and that's okay but I've also learned that if I if I feel it coming on, I try not to eat foods that could cause me to have to chew excessively. Like, I'm not going to eat, like, a steak or jerky or something like that that's going to cause my pain to be worse. But I've also learned that, hey, when it is really, really cold or windy outside, I have some of those face shields that I can pull up and they'll go, like, over your nose and they're just, like, I have a fleece lined one that I like a lot. And so I'll wear it or I'll make sure that I've got a toboggan that will come down over my ears or at least at the the top part of my ear where I normally hurt at right there at that hinge where it was broke. Or um, 
you know, I just try to make sure that I've kept my face and head as warm as I can without suffocating myself because that helps too. Yes. You got to find what works for yourself and go with it. And lots and lots of rest and lots of lots of just slowing down. Like, I know whenever you're hurting and you don't feel good, you just want to get stuff done as quickly as possible so you can just, you don't have to deal with anything else. But I found that the more I push myself to try to get those things done, the shorter my temper is. And so the last thing I want to do is lose my temper on little Tulip out here because I have to feed her hay whenever she is my responsibility and I take care of her. Because I'm hurting. You know, she she just depends on me to take care of her. And Tulip is one of my little lambs. Okay, Tulip is the sweetest little lamb in the world. And I don't want to lose my temper with Tulip. Or I don't want to lose my temper with one of the dogs. Just because I'm hurting that day. And they're needing me for something. They depend on me. So I really have to take my time. And I have to slow down. And I have to be like... Instead of just trying to rush through my chores, sometimes I just need to stop and scratch Tulip's head and give the dogs a few extra pets because that helps. The dopamine from doing all that helps counteract all of the negativity that I'm feeling inside just because I'm hurting and I don't feel good and I just want to like scream and be angry at everybody. But it's nobody else's fault. It was an accident. So, I have to really check myself. Yes, and and that's another one of those things. It's okay that you're not able to do it all in a day. You have to be able to look at what you need to get done and prioritize. And, you know, taking care of your animals is a priority because they do solely rely on you. But there's, you know, probably five other things on your list of to-dos that you could off until you feel better or the next day or whenever right like I prioritize making sure the animals have food and if I didn't get wood in today well you know what I didn't get wood in today I just can't burn the fire as hot but my animals have their feed and that's just that's the two examples that come to my mind you know I have to make sure all of my animals are fed and watered and have adequate food and water and shelter during those cold months. And if that means I don't have as much firewood in, well then so be it. Because I can only do much, so much in a day and sometimes I can do less today than what I did yesterday. And that's okay. Yes, ma'am. And it's okay to lean on those next to you. To be like, hey, can can you help me just a little bit? And sometimes it may just look like, hey, will you help me get some wood in? Would you please? I've already got everything together. All you have to do. So where I have my lambs at, all I have to do is just put their hay into their pen. It's not stressful. It's not strenuous. You don't have to go in there. You don't even have to interact with them. But sometimes... I just have to have Davy. I'm like, can you please dump that hay to the lambs and make sure they have water? Because I can't today. 
And that's something that was very difficult for me to do. Because I would rather die than ask for help. But I've learned that sometimes asking for help means a lot more to the other person than what it means to me to ask for help. But yes, you can all... get... Journey, go, go ahead. Go right ahead. No, you go right ahead, honey. I was about to say, because sometimes you just can't do it all. No, you cannot, and you should not be so stubborn and hard-headed. <laughs> I should not, but I get it honest. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I can't help it. I get it honest, and it's just one of those things, but that's also part of, like, personal growth, too. That's part of my personal growth, is just learning how to ask for help. Because I can't tell you how many times I've gotten fussed at by either Davey or one of his friends for just doing it all. And they're like, if you needed that done, you should have asked for help. And I'm like, I don't know how to ask for help. Just let me suffer. But I've had to take a step back and reevaluate and look. And it's like, okay, I'm hurting for one. Number two, I've got, I feel like I've got all of these to-do lists, things on my to-do list. And number three, like, I can't get it all done, and that's just causing me to be feeling even more overwhelmed whenever all I had to do was just ask, be like, can you, can, can you help me get some wood in? Like, and I found that things go a lot easier, and they're a lot smoother, and it just, it helps, even if it is just him, Davey, standing at the door, handed me the wood pieces from off the back of the four-wheeler to put in. That goes a long, long way. And like and that's the other where com communication is key. I mean, even just that little bit of interaction and knowing somebody's there with you when you're hurting, it absolutely makes a difference. It does. Sometimes I just need you to be a body double. Stand there while I do this, but it just, it, you're just there, and I know you're there, and you're not just letting me do it all on my own. Exactly. You know, that's like the other day, Davey took it upon himself to make sure my chicks had feed and water. All 13 of them. <laughs> and so, he made sure they had food and water, and he was like, hey, your chicks are done for the night. And I'm like, thank you. Like, you, even though all you did was pour them a little bit of water and give them a little bit of feed, and it didn't take you any extra time, or you didn't have to go out of your way to do it, like, you don't understand how much that helps me. Yeah, it's it's that one extra little thing that's knocked off your list that's took care of, and you know you do not have to worry about anymore. Exactly. Exactly. And so, that, for those partners out there who do live with someone who has chronic pain, just that, that random act of, even if it's not going out of your way to do anything, you know they have that on their list to do, sometimes it goes a lot further than what you think. And you may not get a thank you right away, but I promise it doesn't go unnoticed. And I speak from experience. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. 
Joni, do you do you want to talk about yours a little bit? Do you have anything you want to add to that? Um, I know I took a lot of that, but like I feel like you're you've got fine. More to add to it. Um, just I think that you know I have multiple chronic illnesses. Um, and it would take a whole podcast to list them and it's just one of those things, but I will give the basics of what I've got going on that caused me the most issues. Um, but I do have a, um, grade three spondylolisthesis, which is a really big way of saying I have a broken back <laughs> and I have numbness in my legs and have one leg that will not listen to me and it flares up and I'm always in pain and there's days where I deal with the pain a lot better than other days and it's just one of those things that at this point I have been dealing with um my surgeon wants me to wait as long as possible to get my first surgery because I have some other issues going on but with chronic pain, with chronic illnesses, you have to be able to realize that you're not going to get everything done, that you are going to have to prioritize what has to be done versus what you want to get done. And a lot of times it's slow and steady, like Emily said, and a lot of times it's trying to figure out how to work smarter, not harder which I know is one of those old sayings that we think about sometimes, but we don't really put into action. Um, one of those examples is, so I am full-time disabled. I do not get to do as much as I used to do. Um, Jason has fibromyalgia. He's not where he used to be. Um, and so between the two of us, you know, there are a lot of days that we just don't get to do a lot of the things that need to be done. But we have found that, you know, there are ways that around doing things so that we're not stressing our bodies too much. And so it's simple things like we have chickens that we raise and, you know, installing a a feeder and a waterer that will last them, you know, usually about four to six days, depending. Um, that's one of those smarter, not harder versions. Um, when you get to that point where you are like, okay, I need you to get this stuff done. And, People will tell you, you know, and I will tell you the honest truth. If you make a list of everything you need to get done and then go through that and prioritize and see what actually has to be done. Your animals, you know, that's a number one thing. If you take yeah. care of them and then, you know, everything else after that is just. So, you know, there's days that. You know, I wish that I could do 
more than I do, but I have come to realize, and it's one of those things that you're going to struggle with, especially if you've been newly diagnosed with a chronic illness or chronic pain condition. You do struggle with that loss of independence kind of feeling that you get um, because you do have to rely on somebody for things that you were not used to having to rely on people for. And sometimes that just comes in the form of emotional support. Let me just throw that in there. Yes. Uh, That goes back to like when you were talking about just having somebody there with you so that you're not alone in your pain, I guess is the way to say it. Yeah. Um, But honestly... My biggest thing is to let you know that it's okay to not be able to get it all done today. If it is important, then, you know, get it done when you can and just work through your list as little or as much as you can at that given time. But go slow and steady. Do not push yourself. Do not make your pain worse by trying to get this list of unobtainable goals done. Yes. Absolutely. You know, um, there are days, you know, and I'll be frank, you know, there's days that I do not leave the couch. I will be on my heating pad with my legs propped up and I will veg out watch Netflix all day because that's what my body needs that day. And that's one of those things that you have to learn to cope with is you're not always going to be able to go do the things that need to be done, but you have to learn to accept that that is okay. Yes. Sometimes the only thing I get done is making sure that my chickens have feed and water and that the lambs have hay and water. And sometimes that's all I get done. Yes. And, you know, I think, you know, I'm, I'm not going to name names, but we did listen to someone who claimed to have a chronic illness on a um, podcast a while back. And that's one of the main reasons we decided that we should talk about this because number one, Um, it's not okay to tell people who have a chronic illness or chronic condition or chronic pain that they should push through. Um, because number one, we're not all going to be able to do that. And I understand that the person who was talking has a different kind of condition. Um, but when you're speaking in general about chronic pain and chronic illnesses, you can't just tell someone to push through pain. It is very ableist. It is very demeaning. And it infers that you are not trying. And that is not the truth at all. No. And that's why, you know, I kind of, I wanted to make sure that people knew that mine was more seasonal versus yours is year round. Because... 
mine is a little bit more manageable in terms of what we can do to be able to quote unquote cope with that. But I also want them to understand that, hey, sometimes it just gets to the point where you just can't function and it, it it's okay. Yeah, but, I think I think the funniest thing about that one that we listened to is like before I even started listening, Emily was messaging me like, oh, my gosh, the way they're talking. I'm just so angry. And I'm just like, OK, what I are stopped we doing? listening to it like I did stop listening to it because it didn't really I felt like it was unjust, like it didn't it didn't really help anybody it was just kind of like embrace it muster through it keep going and I'm like but what about those days that you just can't keep going like because there are days whenever I'm thinking because I had listened to the podcast where I was like hey maybe I can pick up some tips and tricks and you know that'll help Joni or it can help me better understand where you guys are coming from versus you know my seasonal, well, it'll act up whenever it's coming on to rain. And, like, I know what I need to do in order to be able to function and make sure that I need to take care of all of my chores. But it just didn't, it didn't do what I needed it to do. And it just, it, it was, like, foolish. Like, I'm sorry, sir. That's, that's, no. 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 That's not how this is. And so I just want other people out there to understand that it's okay to have those days when you can just, all you can do is you can get up and give your dog a cup of water. If your dog's the only thing that's dependent upon you, it's okay. Yeah. It's totally okay to give your dog food and water and that's all you can do in a day. Yeah. And, and, you know, honestly, that's one of those things where, you know, when we talked about it, it was, you know, there's a difference between, I don't want anyone to say, you know, they give up because you cannot give up. Yes, it stinks to have chronic pain. Yes, it's horrible. Yes, it can drive you up the wall some days where you just wish you could have that normal quote unquote kind of life but at the same time you don't want to be one of those people who tries to do everything and then makes yourself worse at the same time so yes when you feel like doing stuff heck yeah you get it Go for it. I will be right behind you saying, yeah, that a girl, that a boy, whatever you are. But on those days where your body is telling you you need to rest, just rest. It's okay. There will be another dawn. There will be another night. There will be another day where you can get those chores done or that thing done that you want to get done. It does not have to be right now and I feel like that's something hard for us to understand especially in this modern day and age where it's go 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 and 
your measure of quote unquote success is measured by how many things you can accomplish when in fact you just you need to learn to listen to your body because you can't continue to go and keep doing and get all of these things done if you don't if you can't do it and like I I preach to some of my clients all the time like self-care is important like you can't pour from an empty glass and so if that means you need to sit on the couch and like Joni says some days there are days she just sits on the couch and she veges out and she watches Netflix you know what that's okay because it's important for you to do that because your body's telling you what you need and learning to listen to your body cues is something that I have been working on being more mindful of in the past little bit because I was really bad about ignoring body cues you know eat when you're hungry not when society says you need to eat get you something to drink whenever you need to get something to drink Rest yes. when you need to rest. And those are very hard to learn to listen to. But it's important that you do learn to listen to that. Yes. And, you know, I think that's especially important for people who have just been recently diagnosed with chronic illness or chronic pain disorder or something like that is, you know, I, I remember when I first got injured, I thought, okay, this is going to go away in a little bit. I'll go back to work. I'll go back to doing my garden and I'll go back to doing all these things I was doing before. <laughs> and I'll be fine. You know, it'll be okay. But it was so hard to accept that my body was telling me that, hey, you're just not going to do it today. And, you know, over the years of being you know, in the condition I'm in, I have learned to accept that when my body is saying, hey, we're not doing anything today, lady, you might as well just get ready for a, a couch day, then okay, I'm going to listen because if I try to <clears throat> embrace it and push through it, like somebody else said, I'm going to be hurting worse. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. But absolutely. But you know, that's one of those things, like I said, we're Emily is my tribe. Uh, if y'all have not understood that by now, there are many days that we will just text all day long uh, or, you know, off and on throughout the day, or she'll get off work and have like, 30 million reels or memes or something to look at <laughs> because that's what I get done during the day. I'm on my phone or I'm on watching TV or watching movies or binge watching shows. And it's okay because she understands that a, it's just one of those days for Joni <laughs> and B she gets to giggle at the stupid stuff. I send her half the time, <laughs> but on the flip side of that, you do it for two reasons and I know that but like sometimes she'll be like what's your jaw saying that's her way of being like are you okay <laughs> <coughs> but she's also genuinely curious about what the weather's gonna do <laughs> but yes. that's kind of like her way of checking up and like hey are you okay are you hurting like something like that but I'm usually pretty quick to tell Joni like 
we got weather coming and she that that's kind of within my tribe of people and those that are closest to me they kind of know that when I say hey we got weather coming that that's code for like I'm hurting which is usually the days I, I try to find the funniest videos I can find and send to her. Because not because I want her to laugh so hard it hurts her, but I just want to take her mind off of things. I just need that little bit of pick-me-up. And there are days whenever I'm not really hurting so much as I'm just annoyed. Because the only way I know how to describe it is, is our body naturally tunes out the fact that we can feel all of our bones in our body. But there are days whenever it's like, hey, like... You have bones in your face, by the way. Just so you know, you ha- you have something right there, and it's like right there at your ear, and it doesn't really hurt, but it doesn't not hurt. And it's just annoying, and I think that's worse than hurting. It's just the fact that it's just like there, and it's almost like a, a dull, dull ache. And it's just so annoying. And so, like, I'm, I'm like, well, we got weather coming. Give it about two weeks, and that's Joni's. Joni's cue for I need something funny. Yes, which is which is when it usually works out because if her jaw is hurting, that's usually the days that I'm like, yeah, I'm not feeling this either. And so they kind of line up, which is understandable. <laughs> but I will just doom scroll Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and find stuff which is usually, you know, weird animal videos or just random dad jokes and puns to send her. <laughs> yes, but you, but it also comes down to the fact that it's like, oh, and like there are days whenever I'll start hurting before Joni gets to the point to where she just needs to go sit on the couch and watch memes all day. And so that's kind of like a double, a double thing there, like, hey, it get get your couch ready because it's coming, sister. Yes. And then <laughs> she's the one sending pick me ups. I am. I am. But, but I think I think the biggest issue with this and I think the biggest message that we can give anybody dealing with this though is it's okay. And to not be so hard on yourself. Because we've all been there and you know, honestly, there's nothing to be gained by being hard on yourself when all you need is just to give yourself a little bit of grace. And learning to give yourself grace is super hard. But when you learn to start giving yourself just a little bit more grace, it's almost like the possibilities are endless when yes, you learn ma'am. to just give yourself grace. Because the days that you give yourself more grace, eventually you're going to have a day that you get all of those things and then more done on your to-do list if you just give yourself grace and you rest when you need to rest and work when you can work. Yes. Anyway, I think that leads us into our growing minute, Miss Emily. It does. It does. I think for my growing minute this week, I'm just going to continue to enjoy my time off. You sound like you got the sniffle snots. I feel like I am trying to get a little bit congested, but I've had the wood stove going pretty consistently for about the past two weeks. So, I have to make sure I got water on the stove. 
Yes, ma'am. But I'm just going to enjoy my next little bit of time off and enjoy hunting. And the other day, all I saw was a squirrel and a wreck and a, and a chipmunk. And you know what? I was just as happy as what I would have been had I seen a bunch of deer. So I'm just going to enjoy my time off and enjoy that that me time and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna roll with it miss journey (laughs) that that's just what i'm doing so if anybody needs me i'll just be existing i I mean i i hate to say it but i'm still in yours i'm just gonna exist through it i'm just because the weather is is crummy and it's cruddy and I'm not complaining about the rain so y'all don't think it as I'm complaining about the rain because I never complain about rain but you know weather's just been kind of cruddy so we're just going to exist and roll through it yes and catch up on some new movies and shows and hang out with a dog and maybe talk uncle into playing a game of cards with me and I'm happy as a lark ain't that the truth ain't that the truth (laughs) But as always, you guys, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, if there's anything you want to add to this, all you got to do is let us know. We're on Facebook at Grow Where You're At. We're also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Um, You can leave us a comment anywhere you want to, you know, and if you're not comfortable asking the question on such a public platform, shoot us a message. You know, we're we're glad to glad to have anybody's input on this thing, even if it's Gunner's when he's a woo in his sleep. We're glad to have input. Yes, but until next time, remember to grow where you're at. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. It's real and it's raw. Now go forth and be barefoot and feral. And most importantly, remember to grow where you're at. Bye.